0: Hi, and welcome to Math Amusings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math Amusings, and, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math Amusings. Today's date is Friday, December 24th, 2021. It's Christmas Eve, and this is broadcast number 30 of our show. I appreciate you tuning in today. Among other noteworthy items about today's broadcast is that, um, well, it's not recorded from my home. This is uh, recorded in, uh, funny that I say this is not my home. Uh, In a way, it it is, and in a way, it isn't. This is being recorded in my hometown of Binghamton, New York, not at my actual home uh, where I live currently and have lived for the past 10 years. This is going to be known one day to you know to collectors of the Math Musings podcast as the one that was not filmed at Mike's house. Uh, I, I guess I should correct myself. It, it is only nine years, almost nine years, that I have lived at my current address. It is exactly ten years since I moved to Virginia. It was um, well, technically yesterday. I, I believe it was uh, December twenty third. 2011. that was the day that my wife and I literally like brought the stuff into our apartment we'd come down in the U-Haul that morning and uh, well actually I was driving the U-Haul she was driving her car and each of us took one cat and uh, each of us took the cat that that likes the other person better Um, I I took the orange one and and she took the black and white one and um, kind of kind of gray and bright. He's a lot of colors. Uh, anyway, we uh, came down and that was the day that we unloaded stuff into our apartment exactly uh, one decade ago. I think I made mention of this uh, previously and or on the blog. That is Mike That uh, I've now lived in Virginia for a decade. For the first nearly three decades of my life, I lived in this place called Binghamton, New York. And that's where I've spent the last few days, I'm recording this on Monday, you're hearing it on Friday, Uh, I was in Binghamton for a few days before Christmas itself, having a kind of Christmas observed, and uh, the first Christmas week I had spent in Binghamton in a decade. Uh, People from my hometown, or even people I meet now, ask me questions like, oh, are you going home for Christmas, or are you you coming to Binghamton for the holidays, to which I answer, uh, no, uh, of course not. If I wanted to spend the holidays in Binghamton, I would have never moved. I have not spent a Thanksgiving or Christmas in Binghamton uh, since 2011. Thanksgiving '11 would have been the last one. As soon as I moved, that was it. This year, with the uh, with the big vacation, the Loudon County School District went two full weeks. Whereas I get here to Binghamton, like kids are still in school at least Monday and Tuesday. Uh, maybe Wednesday too. I I kind of lost track when I went back to my uh, my current home. Kids were in school, uh, which which was kind of nice. I like I had the whole uh, whole place to myself. There no no, uh, no families running around. If, if I wanted to go to Walmart at ten o'clock in the morning, it was you know it was, it was it was open season. It wasn't like you were you were running into your, your students. I guess my students were three hundred miles away. But Loudoun County taking the big uh, two week vacation. Well, I took advantage of that to uh, visit the homeland, um, and this is my report from the homeland. Technically, my hotel room, uh, which was in a neighboring community, because I, I made it a point not to stay in Binghamton. I didn't exactly advertise my arrival here to a large audience. Just a few people who listen to my podcast probably don't live in Binghamton anyway, because like most people, I sort of have a love-hate relationship uh, with my hometown. Uh, th- you know, they say you can't go home again. Uh, you can, uh, you can go home. It's it's uh, it's not the same though, and uh, sometimes you wish you hadn't. It, it's different. It's different from when I was growing up, and I saw this play out. And like uh, Binghamton in the '80s was was still, uh, how does one say it? Kind kind of good, like kind of okay. It's it's gone downhill since then, and I've described this before, it, it really is the anti-Loudon County. Every characteristic of Binghamton, it is the exact opposite where I live now. Where I live now, people are moving in, schools are being built, uh, factories are being built, jobs are um, being created and, and produced, not by governments, but by individuals actually starting businesses. Whereas in Binghamton, people are moving out, people like myself. Schools are shutting down. Churches are closing down. Like, whoever heard of that, like a, a church shuttering its doors because they just didn't have people anymore? And, uh, the, the, you know, the, the few things that Binghamton has going for it, which is there is a large uh, university center here. Like, it, it's in many ways a college town. Whereas where I live, though, no, there's very few college students. I mean, it's, um, it's all families. Uh, that creates for an interesting light, nightlife in Binghamton. It's like, you know, college kids going out. Whereas where I live now, there's no late night bars. Everybody has a family. You've got little kids, you're not going out drinking at midnight. That, that just doesn't happen where I live now. Whereas in Binghamton, that, that's the culture. That, that's just what you do. Because there's also, in addition to the college students, there's the like, hardcore, blue-collar, working man streak in Binghamton uh, as well. And and your ultimate dream is to one day work for local government, or or the ultimate dream work for New York State, where where I live now. You're working for local government, which I do, by the way, is, is kind of a joke. I mean, you, you either want to you want to work in D.C. or you want to have a real job, like doing doing something in the private sector. Um, where I grew up, private sector is is pretty much zero, and uh, and that that has been the case for a couple of decades. The only redeeming characteristic Binghamton has going for it is that, well, there are some good uh, mom-and-pop restaurants. I've talked about this before, that where I live, there's no mom-and-pop stores. There's there's no mom-and-pop restaurants. There's no mom-and-pop little bodegas. Because you need the backing of a corporation to establish a business in Loudoun County. It's just way too expensive to try to do that on your own or like a a family is going to start a family business. Just too expensive to do that. Uh, Where I live, the rent's way too high. So you kind of need corporate money backing your enterprise. That's why we, I mean, we have every chain known to man, but nothing with any character to it. Now, Binghamton, Binghamton has some characters, I'll tell you that. And uh, some of them are my really good friends. I've got a handful of people that I'm willing to see. And and I think an even smaller number of businesses I'm willing to patronize or or just go to and check out. And I go, oh, yeah, that that place is still there. That place is still there. Really, for me, it's just about seeing people. As I said, there's a handful of people that I'm still willing to see. And I got to see most, if not all of them. Like, it, as I said, it's a small, small list. And uh, I got to hang out with a few people and share some stories of, of what I've been doing if, if they haven't kept up with the podcast, in, in case they haven't been listening to math and musings, well, I can see them and, you know fill them in for an hour or two uh, while I'm visiting. Because uh, of all things that, that change and places that close and you know change hands in and, and Binghamton, you know the, the people are the same, some of the things are the same. Some of the things are now second generation like i've i've got friends who go to their kids go to the school where i went to elementary school or their kids are playing in the basketball league where i played as a kid so we've moved on now to as i said second generation of um of places of interest here in binghamton and and some of them are are still the same I, i did um Pop into uh, pop into one restaurant for for old times' sake, and uh, opened up some baseball cards for old times' sake too. This is this is the year that, um, geez, I can't be this old. But all all my friends from high school seem to be turning uh, a certain age that begins with the number four. I can't believe how all of them are turning that age, and and I'm still only twenty five. I don't see how that's possible. But uh, I'll have to ask a math teacher about that one. How how that how that number system works out. Really, I, and I've probably said this before, that all of us are entitled to take two years off our age anyway. So when when my milestone birthday comes around, I'm, I'm still going to call it 38 because every single one of us can claim minus two. I mean, COVID has taken two years away from our life. We can all subtract two years from our age for the rest of our lives. And let's hope it only stays at two. Uh, that, that's a good math question right there. Your age is X minus two. X is your age... And minus two is your reported age, because we all lost two years to COVID. Reminds me of another Binghamton story. I bring this one up in class now because, and this was true precisely when I was driving up a few days ago, it was uh, 43 degrees in Sterling, Virginia, where I live. Now that's cold, but it was 28 in Binghamton, (laughs) There's a big difference between 28 and 43. Like, 43, that's okay. 28, you're getting snow down. Like, what, what is this white stuff coming down from the sky? What is, what is this uh, white material collecting on my car windows? Yeah, that stuff's called snow and ice. We have it in spades here in Binghamton. Pretty much on the ground from October to May. White Christmas is never a question. I never got that song lyric when I was a kid. There's, there's no question. Yeah, yeah you're going you're gonna to have a white Christmas. The math question there is <laughs> the temperature in Sterling, or I'd say Leesburg, where I work, is, is always 15 degrees warmer than it is in Binghamton. Whatever the temperature in Binghamton is, that's X. Temperature in Leesburg is X plus 15. And it it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but man, like, let's say you had a day that was, you know, summertime, it's, it's 57 degrees in Binghamton, but... Yeah, in Loudon County, it's seventy-two. Like, wouldn't wouldn't you rather be plus fifteen, or the the example I gave before where it was uh, twenty-eight in Binghamton? That's that's cold. Whereas you know you would take forty-three at that point. You always want plus fifteen, uh, whether it's in the summer or in the winter. You're always going to take fifteen degrees warmer. And as I said, white Christmas, not a question. However, you want your Christmas. I hope you have that uh, starting tonight and tomorrow. I thought I would share, as it is Christmas Eve, a couple of um, things I do every year. I've, I've made it to the end of my list. I should say, oh, Binghamton does have one thing going for it. The last item on my list, before the ones that I purposely hold off until uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas, I hadn't found those cheap shortbread cookies anywhere in Loudoun County. I guess we're, we're too fancy for these things. They're they're so delicious you can't find them anywhere family dollar and i looked at in family dollar in sterling The the family dollar near me they didn't have them but they had them at family dollar in Binghamton. i was so happy a little two dollar box of cookies cheap shortbread cookies not to be confused with the ones that come in the blue tins i was able to find those in uh, in loudon but uh, the cheap shortbreads with like the, the window on top you can look in and they're painted different weird colors found that in Binghamton. so hit that up and then uh, the thing I remember as a kid, going to my paternal grandparents' house, spending Christmas Eve there, you know, we'd spread, spreading out the Christmases. We always did Christmas at my house, you know, my parents' house. My dad's parents hosted us on Christmas Eve, and I've talked about this before. I had chips and Dip, this garish 1970s-era green glass bowl for chips and dip and having, like, Potato chips and sour cream onion dip. I, I thought that was great. I, I resurrected that one in the 21st century. You know, teach my son the finer pleasures in life, like sour cream and onion, potato chip dip. And uh, that house, which I went to in the 80s, my, grandpa, me and my grandparents bought that house in the 50s. And my grandmother lived there until... Um, About the year 2000, I think it was the year 99, 2000, when she moved out of there. And then a few years later, the house was empty for a while, and a few years later, I moved in. That was from 2003, December 2003, until December 2007. Or, no, excuse me, December 2011. Man, I made it through 99% of the show without a mistake. I lived there from December 03 to December 2011. As a matter of fact, it was... Christmas time, 2011, 10 years ago that I moved to Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to this special Christmas Eve broadcast of Math and Musings. Not exactly Christmas Eve from the moon, uh, but uh, Christmas Eve from my hometown, Vangerton, New York, uh, where I used to live the first nearly three decades of my life. One decade on here, decade number two begins now. You've been listening to Math and Musings. My name is Mike O'Connell. For more information to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.